Okay, welcome back. It is season three of the KOLL podcast. Stefan Siggs, unfortunately, was uh, involved in a tragic accident and is no longer with us. I am your league commissioner. I will be handling the podcast from here on out. I have Aaron here with me to join me. What's going on, Aaron? Oh, not too much. Good to be back. Good to be back. Would uh, I, I said this to him off air. I'll say on air. Appreciate him bringing up the podcast because the league mates weren't responding to me. This is a, this is a, I'm taking a shot at every single person right now. Uh, get on the podcast because uh, hey, we wanted to make this destination fantasy football. And that's part of it. I want your friends to be jealous of this league. And uh, I think the podcast has a lot to do with that. I would like to note for some reason we had a, uh, we have over 1,200 listens on this podcast, which makes no sense to me. But if anybody outside of the league is listening to my voice right now, thanks for checking in. Let's get after it. Uh, first things first, a little trade report. I want to hear your opinion on these couple of trades. Uh, the first one was the Oracle trading Hollywood Brown to the etlians for a first round pick there's more that goes into this but i'd just like to hear your surface thoughts on this yeah surface thoughts are real simple um what the hell was jack thinking um we're just giving him another giving him another first round pick which i mean he can have all the first round picks in the world he's still gonna he's got a lot of he's got a long way to go to put together a team that's gonna be competing with everybody else in this league um but yeah hollywood brown you know i think we said it last year boomer bust you know week to week he, he could he could go off for an 80 yard touchdown or do nothing for the rest of the game i yeah. just i don't think it's worth a first round pick not at all maybe a third but no nah. to put this into perspective during the offseason i traded hollywood brown to the oracle for josh palmer and uh, Rondale Moore. So essentially, the Oracle took Josh Palmer and Rondale Moore and turned them into a first-round pick, which is probably going to be a, a high first-round pick because the ETLians have one of the re- weakest rosters in the league. Uh, it's very unfortunate. Uh, just for me personally, I think first-round picks are how you do get better in a dynasty league. And Greg's just almost to the point that's like, what are you going to do with all these players? You're going to be trading them off first-round picks or something. Yeah. It- it is how many picks he's been able to do, even though uh, he didn't even draft a very strong team, able to flip those players for first rounders. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure he's got a couple of mine too. So, you know, yeah. I've got no walk. For sure. I think he's probably got, uh, you know, over the next three seasons, he's got first round picks from just about everybody. It's embarrassing, except for Troy, who just rejects every single trade that comes his way immediately. Uh, he's the only one not on the Discord. We'll talk about him a little bit later. All right. The other trade that happened today, uh, or yesterday it was, was me trading for Marcus Mariota, sending a second round pick in MBS. Just got a little bit of kickback from some people in the league. I thought it was pretty fair. What do you think? Yeah, I think it was a pretty fair trade to begin with. Uh, um, kind of uh, in hot water here with uh, Dak Prescott. Really have another quarterback to back, you know, to back him up. You could move Tua up, but then you're a receiver or a running back in the super flex spot. That's uh, 
very risky. Um, but, I thought um, about I thought about trying that and just going with the one quarterback, but I was like, I better get one on my roster. And honestly, I don't know if I'm going to take that plunge. When I uh, when you think about it and how I feel about Marcus Mariota, mm-hmm. it took a lot for me to, to try and trade for this man. And uh, at this point, I'm just hoping he gets me 15 points. I think Mariota has a higher threshold to get me 15 points than my other option, which would have been MBS, who was involved in the trade. So uh, <laughs> bye, even shove it, Bob, uh, eat it. <laughs> Trades are active. All right, let's get into the power rankings. Uh, so for the power rankings from now on, I'm giving point grades, kind of how the AP does when they put out their NF, their uh, NCAA poll. So each team has uh, basically kind of where I see them, how far the 12th team is from the 11th team is based on the point values. So we're going to start at number 12, which is the Oracle, got a score of 491 points. What are your thoughts on the Oracle? Um, he, I, like I said before, he has a go to um get up there with everybody else um you know averaging this you know this week alone averaging you know looking like he's going to put up 115 points everyone else to 160 range um you know he's going to have to you know do to actually get some players instead of some picks because quite frankly i think you can have all the picks in the world, but if those are unproven co- commodities and you're going to need some players to actually play just draft picks at the end of the year. Yeah, no doubt. My opinion, dumpster fire. Let's move on. Number 11 is the longest yard. Oh, how the mighty have fallen. 519 yeah. points. What like yard? Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> Has he even is he even touching his team? Because yeah, wonder if uh, he can bounce back from that. I mean, I don't think it was all just him. I just underperformed last week, big time. I mean, uh, what was it? Alvin Kamara only having yeah. like um, Stafford had a dud, you know, to start the season off. Um, um, hopefully, he can bounce back, work his way back up yeah. the rankings. He was the least efficient manager last week. His team underperformed about 65 points or something like that, which is tough. And I'm just going to say it. If Mike didn't like every single one of Destination Football's Facebook posts, I would wonder if he was still alive. So it's good to see Mike keep liking those posts. If you're listening to this, uh, get in the chats. Let us know what's up. Miss you, brother. Number 10, Austin 316, 620 points. This man is 1-0, and and I have no explanation of how. Yeah, he, you know, I was looking at his team earlier and he has a solid roster. It's just, it's just weird that he just can't seem to put together. It could be the, it could be the quarterbacks, um, kind of, kind of middle of the road quarterbacks with Tannehill and, and uh, Trevor Lawrence um, really holding him back. I mean, other than that, he's got solid running back, solid Solid uh, wide receiver, a decent bench, you know, that has some some guys on there that can put up double digit. Not a lot, but there's some I, potential there. He benefited there is some potential there. He needs he needs to get active though. He, he benefited from really the longest yard scoring 86 points. But yeah, he needs to get active. Troy, you're the only one not on the Discord. I guarantee you're not listening to this podcast right now. You reject every <laughs> trade immediately, my man. Hottest seat in the league? I think so. 
Number nine is the E.T. Elian, 634 points. Uh, not a bad week last week, but did a walk away with loss. What are your feelings on the E.T. Elians? Again, just um, has potential. Um, could be a little... Uh, a little more lenient with his trades. I mean, I've, I know I offered him some trades last year. Just wouldn't have, he would never pull the trigger. It seemed, uh, you know, again, it, it all has to do with whether or not his are going to perform. And, and uh, I think last year, that's what bit him. Uh, a lot of underperforming, getting the job done. Uh, he, he has a lot of, he has good talent on his team. He should, he more wins. He needs to stop letting Greg manipulate him into making boneheaded trades because I think that's what it is. I think Greg has some kind of manipulation power over Jack, and he's convincing him to make trades he shouldn't be making. Uh, this is another team that has very little depth. If he suffers a couple injuries, he's going to have a hard time. But for now, I mean, he is in contention for a playoff spot. I'll give him a little bit of credit for that. Number eight is the Thick Dicks, 640 points, just six points ahead of the ETLians. This is the horniest man in the league, 100%. What are your honest opinion on Thick Dicks and the team? Um, he, he, uh, he's another one that overvalues his players. Um, constantly putting guys on the trade block, but yet you, you could try to trade for him. He's never going to accept. He wants a king's ransom for every player he has. Um, which I think in the long run is going to be his downfall. Uh, he's, he's not going to get any better if he doesn't realize that he's got uh, aging quarterback that maybe this is it. Maybe this is it for Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he's done. His bench isn't great. Um, scrolling through it right now. Uh, pieces here and there, but um, I, I tell you, it's weird. It's, it's tough to keeper uh, and a good bench it's it's that's definitely uh a tough thing to do in this league it's very tough because you're not even like like oh, most of your bench isn't startable right now you're hoping that they are eventually i mean at this point you have to wait for you know the weeks to go on some injuries to happen you know see how he's out um you know the you know the football with, with running backs and everything going by committee, not having that, you know, that horse, you know, to just off every down. Um, it's so hard to just figure out who to go with week to week. Especially with a big 25 man roster. I would like to note it took about 17 uh, counter offers back and forth between me and the big to get the Marcus Mariota deal done. I'm glad we could figure it out. Number seven is the Melonhead, 722 points. Uh, uh, th th this owner here is a little, uh, how do I put it? Uh, I'm not saying he's bad. I'm not saying he's good. I'm not saying he's stupid, and I'm not saying he's smart. But he is some combination of all four of those things. About full of himself. <laughs> you said it. You said it, not me. I mean, hey, this is the, this is the platform right here. Tell us how you really feel. Um, I'm going to go all the way back to I'm going to go all the way back to the power rankings from earlier this year back in January when he talked about you know everybody he had me at number seven where you know the other two on there one one being you and and Greg had me a little higher so I took a little bit of offense to that and then he put himself at four which I thought 
okay, his team has potential, but let's see it. You got to make it happen. Um, yeah, when I, when I do the rankings, I mean, when the Associated Press does the rankings, I always try to rank myself like, you know, kind of lower than, you know, if I was being, if I was being honest about my own team right now, I have myself in number one. But that's not the case. I got to be honest about myself. And uh, could my team win a championship? Sure. But, uh, you know, when you come out on the podcast, you want to call yourself an analyst. You got to be unbiased. And I'm, I, you know, when you analyze this shit, um, Bob is, uh, I don't always agree with Bob's takes. Uh, He's a quarterback injury away from being irrelevant. There are several teams that are a couple of injuries away from being in that boat. Uh, Bob has some pieces. There are some pieces on his team that could help him be very successful. But uh, also, you got to manage those pieces properly. He mm-hmm. was like one yard away from knocking off the number one team in the power rankings this past <laughs> week. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he put up put up good points, but um, in the end, he's still down here at seven. Uh, so you know that's where he was last week too. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Moving on, number six, this is the highest-ranked team with a loss forever on clean, 797, falling down from number two, disappointing week this past week. Yeah, uh, He's kind of been quiet in the chats lately, too. Paul, uh, get at us, dog. You know what I mean? Teach, Ala, what do you think? Who did he play last week? Uh, the Longles. Ah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a tough matchup. So, yeah, I can see uh... – See him taking the L there. That's tough. Um, you know, looks like he, he got he's got the longest yard coming up this week. So maybe maybe a little bit easier path. But um, yeah, he has a he has a really deep team. So I could see him going far this year. Um, Preseason number two. Yeah, I think he probably is. That's that's probably where he's at. Um, you know, number he's probably overall throughout the whole league probably number two. He'd probably probably be two or three in my rankings. Yeah, oh, just overall from the roster. But you take a big L in week one, you fall down. Number five is the team that beat them. It's the Belongles, 921 points. I don't even, like, all right, we just talked about the Italians, okay? And, (laughs) and, And this is his brother now. And these two are two peas in a goddamn pod. I've, I've said this to everyone. I've said this to them, to their faces. They are the stupidest smart people I've ever met in my entire life. They are so smart and yet so dumb at the same time. When I was going through the preseason rankings, I was looking at all the rosters. I looked at Dylan's team and I looked at his bench. And I was like, oh, it's, it's ugly. None of these guys, not only are they not usable now, they aren't going to be usable in three years. And then he drops Christian Watson. Yeah, he what his first round pick before week one? I don't that 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 was um I actually missed that so me uh, too. Yeah, I, I, I don't know too. how I missed it because usually I I look at every little every time I hear that on my phone I look at it just to see who made a move or whatever. But yeah, his bench is bad. His bad. starting lineup is fantastic. Yeah. Um, but uh, if his starters, if anybody goes down, he's he's another guy who. Uh, quarterback injury away, and he's got nobody on the bench. He's he got no one. He's off. got no other starting quarterback on the bench. To pisses uh, me off that he just this crackpot shows up, gets 170 points. <laughs> Pretty sure he auto drafted half of his team last year. Very frustrating because it's just yeah. Like, I mean, where he's sitting there with the probably the best quarterback, um, you know, 
Saquon Barkley had a hell of a week last week. Yeah. See if he can resurge and, and not be injury prone this year. Devontae Adams, Debo Samuel. I mean, like his, he's got top talent on that team. So yeah, he's going to score points, but any of those guys go down, he's got nobody to plug in. To put into perspective, this man here, he sent a text in a group text to a, a few of us uh, this past weekend, and he was trying. He was trying to. He was trying to make it sound like he was uh, uh, adding a, another piece to a trade to get a trade done, and the other piece was Elijah Mitchell. And I said to him, well, "It might be tough to trade Elijah Mitchell because he's out for eight weeks." And he goes, "Wait, he's hurt?" And right. I went, "My guy." I mean, you have this. He goes, when did that, when did that happen? I was like two days ago, dude, the same app as me. Sleeper tells you immediately what's going on, man. Turn those notifications on. What are you talking about? Yeah. Especially if he's on your team. He's, he's on your team. He tell you immediately. Says, it literally says next to his thing, oh, he's hurt. You should probably take a look at that. Uh, yeah, he had no clue. So uh, to put in perspective, that's why it's very frustrating that he made it all the way to the championship last year and puts up 170 last mm-hmm. week. Number four is the most handsome man in the league. Who's Justice Bieber? 964 points. Um, I feel like my team underachieves. Like, I, I think I have my roster should should score the most points on a weekly basis. Obviously, I'm being held back a little bit by the quarterback. Once I get back Prescott and Deshaun Watson, uh, then, you know, maybe I'll get over that hump. But right now, I feel like I underachieved consistently, and I have a real tough matchup against the Long Island Beast this week, so I'm a little concerned. Yeah, it is going to be a tough matchup. Um, definitely a bit, lot to overcome losing Dak Prescott, even though, um, you know, he didn't even look that good Sunday night. I mean, he didn't oh. get it until the fourth quarter. Great defense they were playing. Yeah, absolutely great defense. Um, you know, made made the move for Marcus Mariota. It's pretty much all you can do. You know, unfortunately, Deshaun Watson suspended for, what was it, what is it 11 weeks? That's a that's a long way to wait. Yep. It is a long way. Yep. Uh, I'll pretty much get Dak Prescott back, and then a week later, I'll get Deshaun Watson. That's how long I'm waiting to get my quarterbacks back. Uh, I also blew all my fab on Cooper Rush. So, what does that mean? All right. Very concerned. Yeah, I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, I I felt like I did because, yeah. uh, and then I was like, I'm concerned that. The Cowboys going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo, so I'm trying to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo too. But Dylan doesn't even look at his trade offers. He's a fucking. I can't even. All right, let's see. Just be ready for when Kaepernick signs with him. Oh God. <laughs> oh man, I think I'd rather have Mariota. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Number three, the Long Island Beast, one thousand and two points. Yeah, he. Um... He's got a solid team as well, uh, rightfully so, being number three. Um, his team is actually pretty scary. Um, yeah, uh, he's very good. Look, and it's looking really at his, looking at his bench too. He's got some. He's got a couple pieces, but again, not many. Like it's just so tough to keep a decent bench in this league. And find, you know, find guys that it can at least you can plug in for, you know, eight, nine, ten points. You know, every most of the guys on these benches are, you know, looking at twos, fours. It's crazy. I love the depth. how many how many players are in this league, and it's just like, you know, week to week, you know, you just gotta get lucky, I guess. 
Yep. It's really hard to say anything bad about the man behind the team. Uh, I love I love Nelly. He's fantastic. But uh, I would like to take this opportunity to, to say a message directly to him. This week is going to hurt, my man. It's, <laughs> it's going to feel like you jumped off of a building 100 feet in the air onto a, 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 a ground full of spikes. It's going to pierce your heart. It's going to pierce your soul. It's going to pierce your asshole. He's, winning, if, he's currently winning 2 nothing right now. Calm yourself down. If I were you, I would uh, – douse yourself in some uh, triple antibiotic ointment. I would lube yourself up really good and prepare yourself for the penetration because the man's coming. I, I want to be number one in these rankings. I'm tired of being three, four, five. I'm sick of it. And I'm using you as a step stool this week to uh, overcome and achieve that ultimate goal. Who does he have playing right now? Mahomes. Um, oh. And uh, let's see. He's got Mahomes. And Travis Kelsey and uh, Juju Susher Smith. Oh my God, he's got yeah. tons of Chiefs. And you I, have, uh, you have Palmer going. I started Palmer tonight. Let's go, Josh Palmer. Give me that hundred yards and uh, over over two. <laughs> he's got two targets already. Though? Two, two targets over two. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, listen, give me targets. The fact that he's got two targets and it's only the first quarter. That's a good start. Uh, probably hopefully catch some though. Well, right. I don't like. I don't like it. My other league, I have Justin Herbert, so you better start catching the damn ball. Yeah, big time. All right, this takes us up to our top two teams, which are separated by a whopping two points. Number two, Nick Top, Greg Bottom, twelve oh six. Uh, give me your honest to God opinion about this owner. Uh, honest to God, I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried. I, I, again, the bench, I, I, I just can't seem to get that extra piece that I can feel comfortable with. I do have some pieces, um, that I can plug in mostly they're, they're, they're backup running backs. So, you know, I don't like hope for injury, but like, I kind of hope for injury so that I can make these guys starters um that is a lot of it too with a dynasty you wait for an injury and then either you have a starter that you can use yeah, or you can use and look at this keenan allen is listed as out and he's playing what mother fuck they have him as out and he's one for one with 11 yards no he is not yeah that's what it says right now i'm Dude, looking at i would never have played josh palmer if keenan allen was playing Dude, that no what way the, what the f I would have left him in if I knew he was playing. That, that must have been last minute. But, man, they said he wasn't playing. He was ruled out yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, I mean, with a hamstring, you. man, I hope he doesn't aggravate it more, though. That sucks. Um, yeah, I hope he doesn't go either. For, he'll probably have two touchdowns and screw me this this week. So. Well, that screws <laughs> me big time because I, I love Rashad Benny, and I took him out. Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you, football gods, assholes. <laughs> All right. I mean, he's. it still says he's out. There's still an O next to his name. <laughs> That's blowing my mind. That Why? is crazy. I don't know. All right. That takes Unless us it's to a mistake. I don't know. But, man. Damn. Um, but, yeah. Um, I, I've, I, liked, I liked the way I drafted last year. I liked, um, you know, I, you know, in the supplemental draft, I got. You know, I got a couple pieces that I, I think can uh, push forward. I'm hoping a couple of my guys that I had on the taxi squad last year can uh, start to produce, especially um, I'm, I'm really looking for Alan Lazard to, to, to pick up, 
you know, to do something this year. Had a major, uh, had a, almost a blowout with a friend of mine today about how Lazard could be the number, you know, he's going to be the number one there in Green Bay. He has to be. He has to be. And I mean, he, so if, if he was that good, he would have made, made strides last year. And I said, he did. I said, did you check his stats at the end he of the did. season? And he's like, no. And I'm like, well, then you don't know what you're talking about. And then everything. And we got into it pretty heavy about Alan Lazard. And I said, he had to overcome uh, Devonte Adams and, you know, scandling. I was like, he got his shot and he, he yeah. took it. And now he's yeah. the number one. Yeah. He's so. got to. All right. Number one, 1208 points. Devante's Inferno, defending champion. You want to be the man, you got to beat the man. And my man, you have a chance to beat that man this week. One thing I'd like to note, number one against number two, number three against number four. Yeah, I was going to say that too. That's pretty uh, That's pretty cool. That's a crazy week. I'm going to give you an opportunity if you'd like to, uh, to let your opponent know how, how you feel about this week. Oh, he's... Uh... He's in. He's in for a little bit of pain here this week. I, I think Russell Wilson's gonna. You know, I know he like had some garbage time points last week, but I don't think it's gonna happen again this week. Uh, I, I don't believe in Russell Wilson at all. So hopefully, uh, hopefully he puts up a dud. And uh, you know, Derrick Henry can go down. As far as I'm concerned, that way I can plug in Hilliard next week, and and I can uh, fix my. Uh, Fix my running back situation a little bit. <laughs> Watch those Darren Hilliard catches because I mean, if they're going to use him on third down, that's pretty nice. Yeah, I, I just haven't decided whether or not I want to plug him in yet or not. So. All right, let's move on to our six burning questions. Six burning questions, so everybody understands what's happening here. Is there are six matchups? Each, each of us came up with a question. It doesn't have to be a question. It can be a statement. Uh, about what's going on in this game, uh, what question we want to see answered, what statement we want to make about a certain team, whatever, whatever. Uh, yeah. We're going to start off at number 12, the Oracle, versus number 9, the Easy Aliens. And my question is not a question. It is a statement. And that is the E.T. Aliens should be number 12. <laughs> my mine is uh i was all i also had a statement and basically uh it was uh you know how many first round picks does it take to get out of last place yeah that's a good question we're gonna find out because i think he had 12 last year he had like nine of the first <laughs> first round picks last year and uh so far oh and one yeah <laughs> okay number 10 is austin 316 taking on number five, the DeLongles. My question is, whose seat is hotter? These are the two least active guys in the league. Uh, we want active guys in this league. And if you're not being active, we're going to find somebody else who will get with it. Guys, yeah. off 316, DeLongles, get with it. I have written here, lazy owners. Like that's, there it is. that's my statement. <laughs> there it is. Let's go. Number seven is the Melonheads. Number taking on number eight, the thick dicks. My question is, who's horny? <laughs> Definitely Nick. Nick definitely Nick. Definitely yeah. Nick. But uh, Bob's definitely horny for some uh, Kirk Cousins. That's for damn sure. He is very horny for Kirk Cousins. Loves Kirk Cousins. <laughs> loves Daniel Jones. Favorite quarterbacks in the league. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't I don't understand that at all. But whatever, we'll go with it. <laughs> definitely did not have ten picks last year rams <laughs> what uh, oh the quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Got him. I, I was when he said that. I was just like, I feel like every quarterback throwing ten interceptions, except for <laughs> like the elite of the elite. Even the elite are throwing ten interceptions. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, absolutely. Um, All right, number eleven, the longest yard is taking on number six, forever unclean. I'm going to reiterate for my question: Where are you, longest yard? Why can't I find you? Where you at, Mike? Yeah, that's it. I, I went with uh, Cindy Lou Who from The Grinch. I was singing the song. Uh, if you didn't catch that, yeah, so. yep. Um, maybe he's hiding with his team from last week. I don't know. Could be. Um, Mike, trade me Tom Brady, brother. All right, number three, the Long Island Beast taking on number four, who's Justice Beaver. These next two are my least creative questions. Who is the leader of the corporation? That. That's my question. Uh, the winner of this matchup uh, has the inside track to be the division winner and ultimately get one of those top three seeds in the playoffs. So this is, a, you know, a couple of huge matchups. These both could be matchup of the week this week. Yeah, big, big matchup here. Um, you guys were one and one last year. Um, so good call. I see how it, uh, yeah, I did. I, I took, took a little time, looked it, out, looked it all up. Appreciate um, that. Most of the guys were one and one actually last year. Yeah, hopefully you can uh, overcome that quarterback situation because that's going to be big. I mean, if you can't rectify that within the coming weeks, I mean, you could. Might look bad for, uh, for Justice be, Bieber. If I can't rectify it, I'm going to be rectifying finding it. Uh, yeah, because I'm going to be taking yeah. it in the ass until I get my quarterbacks back. <laughs> All right, that takes us to our matchup of the week. It's number one against number two. Who is the top dog in the league? No, I'm going to be a little partial to, uh, you know, Nick Top, Greg Bottom. Um, put up the points last week. Hopefully these guys can overperform a little bit this week. It's uh, definitely going to need it. Well, of all of these questions, the last two are going to be the easiest to answer come next week. So we're going to find out. Do you have a question for that matchup? Hard to come up for. I didn't have a question. Um, I do have a. I, I did have a statement that you know Devontae's. I did notice that he has no running backs on his bench. So I mean that might hurt him in the long run. Yeah, come, I'll come, be honest. I only have three startable running backs on my team. Yeah, he he's starting his three running backs. Um, you know his third running backs is is Daryl Henderson. Um, Oh, he's the one starting three tight ends. Yeah, he's all, he also <laughs> he does have some tight he's ends. Starting three tight ends. They're big tight ends, but he's starting three tight ends in a league. Yeah, they're they're probably end. three of the best tight ends in the game right now. Um, who knows what Schultz is going to do though now with Cooper Rush? You know, you hope you hope that he can be that uh, safety net for him, but don't know. I really don't know anything about Cooper Rush. I don't know a whole lot. What I do know is he had one start last week, and in that one start, C.D. Lamb had nine targets, and Amari Cooper had ten. So he does throw it to the wide receivers. I'm not sure how well those targets went. I just know the target numbers. Right. Okay. So we're going to find out. All right. Let's finish it off. This is a segment we're going to do every week. It's the comment of the week, so get creative on those message boards. I want to laugh at some. My uh, comment of the week this week is not funny. It's actually kind of adorable. Uh, we were talking about how uh, Dylan dropped Christian Watson, and I couldn't believe it. And I said, here I was casually just doing the dishes at home while all this commotion was going on. Yeah. And uh, I, I said, 
come on, guys, have kids already so we can be on equal playing field. And Jack responded any day now. I thought that was absolutely adorable. Like, normally I'm going to try and pick out a funny comment or something that made me laugh. I thought this was adorable, especially, you know, you and I are both dads. We know how it feels that first one. Uh, Good for you, Jack. Bravo. Good job. Do you have a comment? I do. Um, So Greg Greg had mentioned something about Instagram being uh, basically for – seeing friends post stories of food and how depressing their lives are, which I feel that's what I feel Instagram really is as well. Um, I, I'm constantly making fun of my wife for just scrolling through and I'm just like, you know, you know, your life is right here. You, you don't have to stare at everybody else's lives. I like just scrolling through that shit and just like for the funny videos or like the sports videos but uh yeah that was that was funny i did laugh there were several comments this week that did make me laugh but i wanted to give you know the new dad the new dad coming up a little shout out with the comment of the week all right man well hey in the future uh we would end this segment with a matchup of the week face off but because jeremy and you are the matchup of the week and getting jeremy on the podcast is like pulling teeth at uh, somewhere other than at a dentist, uh, so uh, even even harder to do. Uh, we uh, well, we didn't have that segment this week. Also, starting next week, we will we will look back at our questions. Obviously, you know, assuming we'll have a different host next week. Appreciate you coming on, by the way. Sure, uh, we will try to answer the the six burning questions. See if we were able to answer any of those questions comment on any of the comments and then we would finish with that match for the week so this is how the the podcast is going to be this year uh the past couple of years it was really just me like reading off all the information on sleeper and that's freaking boring and i was trying to spice it up a little bit so now that we know the the setup of the new podcast hopefully when we have the host come on we can try and have some fun maybe laugh take some digs at our our league mates and uh have a good time yeah sounds great hopefully get some good storylines throughout the season and in, in, in the actual league and, you know, get some good, uh, you know, get some good Antonio Brown stories and stuff like that. <laughs> Antonio Brown. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Hey, appreciate it again. Appreciate you bringing up the podcast. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you uh, preparing and Hey, week two, enjoy your football. <laughs>